Hashem is an Ishmael Chama, he's a man of war, he's a mighty warrior. The Yisrael Nikr Isha, and Am Yisrael, Klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are called the Isha, are called the female, so to speak. And that spousal relationship, you could have also gone to, um, to, to Shir Hashirim, Anila Daidi Vidaidi Li, where our relationship with Hashem is captured in these two symbols, the Mashpia and the Mechabel, the Ish and the Isha. Vizeshikasov with this, the Helig of Hashem wants to provide a very, very deep and creative interpretation of the first Mishnah in Mesechas Kedushin, which tells us that Aisha Nikneis Bishloisha Jerachim, Bekesef Bishtar Ubibia, with Kesef with money and the value of money, Shtar, and Bia is intimacy. Hey, the Ah. Thanks for coming and joining us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just in time, where mom was just, oh. we're just, I literally, we're just talking about it. Isha Nikness with Shlaisha Sorry, No, 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 no. This is, this is yours. This is yours. Isha Nikness Labala. So it says the Hedig of Shemtov, it's not just an Isha and an Isha that get together, but he says it's really a deeper reference to Akarish Baruch and Am Yisrael. And he says that Akarish Baruch Hu acquires Am Yisrael in three ways. There are three stages to the relationship between us and Akarish Baruch Hu. The Gemara Yushalmi actually gives a shita that it's not just one of these three, but it's all three. There needs to be Kesef and Shtar and Bia. And there's a way in which all of these three are seen in the context of relationship as being crucial. Says the Bashem, what are they? Am Yisrael become acquired Labala, which is a Kodesh Baruch to our husband, so to speak, Shiyu Nikra, Ishta Kiviachal. In order for us to become Hashem's wife, so to speak, Drachim, there are three ways that this takes place. Aleph, the first way is Bekesef. Kesef says the Yedagabal Shem Tov means money, of course, but he says Bechinas Chesed. This is a reference to, to kindness. Why would Kesef be a reference to kindness? Not getting into the depth of this now, but there's Kesef and there's Zahav. Right? There's silver and there is gold. And generally speaking, Kesef is associated with Chesed, whereas Zahav is associated with Gevura. Even just on a very practical, external, physical level, Kesef, the silver, is white, so to speak. It comes from the lighter side of the spectrum. Zahav is gold. They actually used to refer to it as Adumin, literally red, gold. Zahav is darker, and that's associated with Gevura, which is harsh, which is cloudy, as opposed to the clarity of Chesed, as opposed to like an open window. So Kesev is associated with Chesed, and Zahav is associated with Gevura. So he says the first thing is the first stage in this relationship that we have with Hashem is called Yimei Chesed. Shakarish Baruch in the beginning, Baal Tshuva, or all of us, Alavai, we want to be Baal Tshuva all the time, that a person is coming close to Hashem, ah, everything is clear. Yimei Chesed, the days of engagement, ah, Messiah, Bechazde, Agadol, Betchila. In the beginning, it's Mamash, just 
so full of love and so full of passion and so full of excitement. But as koisef, he says kesef means money, but it's meloshin koisef, which means to yearn. Nichsef avagam kol sanashi kesef koisef. The Zohar Kodesh already makes that connection. And, and the Gazar says in an Arba Meas Shekel Kesef, Arba he says Kisufin. Yearning. And it's a time of great yearning, the Choshek, and great desire, Umislahev, and great emotional passion, and we're learning, and we're davening his bar, this is called Godless Rishon. This is called Kabbalistically Godless Rishon. It's like the first initial expansivity. In our coming close to Hashem, where everything is going well. That's called Kesef, stage one. Va'achakach, invariably, I hate to break it to any chasanim or anybody else, it's just beginning a new relationship, but I, I hope all of us have been through life long enough to be aware that va'achakach, things get naturally, and it's not a bad thing, it's just mitzias, nostalgic. Either because there's a passage of time and something that was fresh is no longer fresh or exciting, or because the more complicated relationships become over time, the people are, are delicate and, and there could be bumpiness along the road. And that's just, that's part of any relational process. It's going to be, life. it's called life. And he says he may katnus, right? There comes time of, of smallness, of smallness. The gamsha in a so he says, during this time, what are we supposed to do when a person loses cheshek in Avodah Hashem? In the beginning, it's all exciting, but then there comes time where it's, it's not so simple. What do we do then? Mikal Makam says that we're still married, which means to say, not always do we need to feel it to be in it. A commitment means a commitment, whether things are going well or chas not so well. It's, it's, we're here, we're in it, we're invested completely the good days, the not so good days, the sunny days, and the and the cloudy days. says the Vashem, That's the symbol of bishtar, of a contract where it's not really the kesef kisuf in chesed love. There's a contract. It's contractual. You made a commitment. You make a commitment. That means you're in even when things get a little bit bumpy. That's the con- that's the contract. That's the symbol of the star. Shanikrashtar, those are the letters. Letters are always a bechinab gavura. They're metsamsem. Speech, bechlal, is a gavadaga gavura. It's a constriction. Each letter is different than the other one. Each one is mugbal, has its own uh, form, very specific and very constricted, limited. That's called shanikrashtar. Bein ba'osias ha And our shtar, so to speak, in our relationship with Hashem is either the taira, belimudai, bein betfili, open up a sitter, it's also contractual. So I'm not feeling mincha. Okay, but it's, the sitter is a little bit of a contract. Yeah. You're in. You're in. There are going to be days that you feel it and days that we don't feel it. Contract. So he's quoting himself, right? But this is the whole Torah is from the Baal Shem. It's an important thing. You stay in the game. Stay in the game. So it's a big Torah from the Baal Shem. Even when you don't feel it, you stay there. Stay there. Don't go away. Show up. With feeling, without feeling, it makes no difference. The neshama feels it. So that's stage two. So the first stage is the stage of kesef, which is awesome chesed, the engagement period. Then there comes the time of maybe conflict or not feeling it so much. That's shtar. And then, says the Baal Shem Tov, if you stay in the game long enough and your mamish are bound by the chesed aspect and the gvura aspect, 
עד שיחצה אחר כך לסעניק בוי, על ידי שבו המויכין בתור ותפיל. Then, all of a sudden, if we make sure to stay in the game, great gates open. All of us know this, that when there is conflict in a relationship, and you don't run away, but you stay there, and you work through it, and you make concessions, and you have the other person in mind to find out what their needs are, and you express your needs, and there's a healthy way of, of working things out, afterwards, the relationship is so much deeper. So much deeper sometimes. There's a, there's a deeper connection. You worked through something together. It wasn't so easy, but you were there for each other. And even with all the feelings that were pulling each of you in the other direction, because of the commitment, you stayed there. You showed each other that it was something that was worth working through. It can be an even greater level of connection. So he says, then a person comes to what's called moichin b'tayr v'tfilah, to a very conscious experience of tayr and tfilah, shenikr b'biyah, this is called intimacy. Shuzivug beiz hanal, which is Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu melting into each other in the deepest way. So this is an incredible concept, the way that the Baal Shem Tov sees that it's not just like one of three options that are given halachically, it's actually three stages in the relationship. The first stage is kesef, the next stage is shtar, and then the third stage is an even greater level of connection that you can never have imagined, right? Even while standing in the, in the storm of the first Things develop. The, the relationship deepens. So the drash takes a lot longer than the shot. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, the <laughs> shot takes a couple of daf also to figure out, but but yes. Ah, oh, you're saying not to, not to learn it. You're saying to play out. Yes. 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 It's a long journey. It's a long journey. And you could say that this follows really the very basic triadic system of, kes, of chesed, kavura, tiferes. Right, chesed is the first thing, is everything is, is open. Then gevura, we have to set limitations, we have to figure things out. But together they produce something that's a far greater sum than the, you know, than the sum of the parts, which is called tiferes, which is the beautiful harmony that comes from this balance of chesed and gevura together. So chesed is chesed and gevura is zah, then what's... Tiferes is called klalius hagvanim. It's, it's, it's a mixture of all the different colors no together. I don't, I don't believe so, but I don't want to say for sure. I don't want to say for sure. Rabbi Nachman has a Torah on this. Um, maybe Torah Yud Zion. Torah Yud Tess, maybe. Not sure. I have to look into it. I don't know. Okay, so that's, uh, that's that, that first piece. And I'd also say that, Stam good to know, that this system... It gets a little bit complicated, but that shows up in the spheres, which is chesed, gevurti, feres, is actually rooted even earlier than that in the, in the ilamas, right? In the, in the very, very, very first stages in creation, the first of which is just ein sof. First is just HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kiviachol, that's all there is, just the infinity of Hashem. Then that result tells us, which is gevura, there is a contraction from a central point within infinity. The Arizal says Hashem, so to speak, withdrew himself and created what the Arizal calls a chalal hapanoi, a vacant space, empty space, where Hashem's presence isn't there. It doesn't seem to be there, at least not from our perspective. For what purpose? It seems like such a tzimtzum. Where did Hashem go with such a gevura? Into that 
Chalal comes what's called a kav, comes a ray of divinity. That because daika, because of the space, obviously we don't mean space, it's gashmis, we're talking totally conceptual, because of whatever this means, makom, that was created, so now there's mashma'us to the elokus, to that ray of elokus that comes into the kav, along which all of the worlds are created until finally the elamasiyah, which we're sitting in the center of the chalal right now. So the first thing ain't self is chesed. The chalal is gvura. For what purpose? From our perspective, to be able to enjoy elokus as it manifests in the world that's around us. And this is not unlike, actually it's extremely similar, and the source of the experience of a baby growing in the mother's womb. The mother is in sof, so to speak, just the actual body of the mother. The womb is the chalal it's, it's vacant, in the mother. And within that place, a baby develops. Okay. The umbilical cord. The umbilical cord is the calf. Is the calf. And why does that be a cover such that there's a connection to the, the in sof? It's all a muscle, so we're not talking oh, yeah, about an actual cow. Well, what, what we mean to say is that there is a direct line of connection, just like the baby growing in the, in the womb with the mother. A kav means that there's a channel. Something we spoke about actually in this series of Shirim, two, I think two weeks ago, the first one, Bishvili Nivra Elam, Bishvil the channel. Okay, let's 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 carry on. The second teaching is like this: So, on a simple level, we learn that the Ruach of Hashem was hovering over the face of the waters in the very very beginning of creation. Says the Baal Shem Tov, we can read the pasuk in a way that brings a little bit more relevance into our own lives. This is speaking about our own Ruach. The Ruach of Man. Hashem blew a soul into man. The Adam, Nefesh, man came to life. And the Targumunculus of that is Ruach Mamalala. Man became a speaking spirit. That's really what we are a Ruach Mamalala. So the Vashemtav learns that the Ruach in this Pasuk is actually a, a reference to the individual. Is hovering al Hamayim. What is that? Say Chazal, Ein Mayim Ella, Taira. Says the Baal Shem Tov, when a person's learning, and even when a person's not reading words off a, off a paper or out of a safer, but a person is awake to the Torah in life that we spoke about last week. It's all up to us how we want to interpret the world like we learned. A person is aware that there are letters of the Torah in everything, which means there is hora'ah in everything, guidance. Hashem is sending messages all the time. Kodesh Baruch Hu is not just you know, in the sky. Hashem is mamish here, embedded into every single strata, every layer and level of our experience in this world. And a person is aware of the Torah there. says the Baal Shem Tov, Mirachefes, hover over. Meaning, don't be so quick to move on. Spend time there with Yishev Hadas. Pause. pause, pause. That's what it means to to hover. Literally means to pause, right? Stay there. Pause, and you know what happens when you do that? When you go through life a little bit more slowly, which is the bechina of Shabbos, poison by psia kitana. On Shabbos, you're taking small steps because you're not rushing so much, nowhere to go. What happens next? The Pasuk tells us, it's the next Pasuk, That's how life becomes lichtic, full of light. 
When we want to get into the ur of the Torah, we cannot be learning in a, in a, in a, in a pressure cooker. The yeshivas that create such an atmosphere of pressure, they make it almost impossible for the kids to taste the aura of Torah. It becomes such a, a competition, and it becomes such... How are they supposed to feel any R? The whole R of Torah is you're learning one Rashi now. It's the only Rashi in the world. There's no competition. You don't have to do this. I'm the best guy in the shir. It's nothing. It's just this Rashi now. Hashem is speaking to you through this. There's Dveikas Hashem, this Rashi, this Pasuk, this line Gemara, this Madrash, whatever it is that you're learning. Hover over it. Hover over it with consciousness so deep. It's very interesting because very often seeing yeshivas, I don't know if it's kind of development in years from the Vashem from original yeshivas, but you have, you know, the Yiddish boys, as it were, they were more loving and more kind of invested in covering ground. Like, and the others, those that weren't, particularly Yiddish, at least it seems, um, you know, more kind of taking it more slow. It seems to be quite... It's not a seerah. It's not a seerah. No, it's not a seerah because, yeah. because a person can learn a lot of bikiyas with a ruach that's hovering, and a person can learn a whole lot of ian with a with a frantic. The question is the question is what's the inner atmosphere when engaged in? Now, what's the tachlis? What's the goal? If a person goes in to say, "I'm just happy with what I'm learning now," and not because I'm trying to, you know, with a yishavadas really, and 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 therefore it's not so much a matter of content but of context. I think and and I think that's what's unique. And also, we shouldn't underestimate the influence of the non-Hasidish. No, mindset into the Hasidic system too. Um, a lot to be said about that. Okay, next piece. The Pasuk tells us, talking about the Makas Bechayres, the Gemara goes, the whole thing, Kachatzois, didn't say Bachatzois, etc. Says the Vashem Tov, you know, Chatzois, Halayla means for me and you. Back to a theme that we learned last week, Suffolk, doubt. The word kachatzais, which means like, like, you know, somewhere around chatzais, which the Gemara says that you couldn't say bachatzais because there is no exact, exact, exact moment. At least not that, if, not that a person can understand. It's like a sugya there. Kachatzais means when we don't have, have a clue. Lakan lakan. Does it belong to the first half of the night or the second half? We don't know. It's a suffix. So then, what do we do? Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my revelation in your life is, is kachatzois. Az ani Hashem yoytze b'seich mitzrayim. That's the end of the Pasuk. Vahi kachatzois halayla ani Hashem yoytze b'seich mitzrayim. Hashem says, I am emerging. B'seich Mitzrayim, in the middle of Mitzrayim, what is Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim means our constrictions, b'meitzar shaloi, and our limitations, and the things that we find confusing, difficult, trapped in. L'ha'er enaf, again, this slushin, to light up our eyes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the light of vada'os, the light of certainty. Amalek is gematria safik, that's, that casts all kinds of doubts in our lives, we're not sure. And we, we, really, we really can't proceed because we're just uh, uh, attacked by so many different ideas. And the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the light of Achtos, which is the light of Pshitos, the light of simplicity, 
What does it mean to walk with the Torah of Hashem? To be a to be a to be a tmim derech, tmim derech, to be simple, because that's one of the things that we mean when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekinu Hashem Echad. What does it mean that Hashem is one? It means Hashem is simple. That's what one is. It's not morkav. Morkav means two echas v'sham, and then two because it's already complicated. It's already a machine, right? It's already a just one. Just simple. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Ar Pashat. It's the light of simplicity. The light of clarity. The light of not sophisticated philosophizing. Just the light of simple living. Based on simple principles. For simple, simple reasons. Without complicated, convoluted ambitions. Just Pashat. And that's, and that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, My light shines in your life. When a person finds themselves in what would otherwise be a very confusing, complicated realm of adult, so to speak, sophistication, just, you know, like adults are busy making everything's complicated. The light of children is the light of the Shekhinah. We can connect to the Ar Pashat of Hashem, the antithesis of the energy of Amalek. So then, then we get to go out of our... Our mitzvah. Okay, the final teaching over here is a very radical teaching. I have, have to be sitting down when we learn this a little bit, and also it's sensitive. We're going to try to be Maramis Bedarch Klal and call Chad Lefum Shiur Delay to be able to, to understand what's being referred to here. We're, we're going to just read the words and, and translate a bit more generally. So the Balshamtav says a Klal, the Pasuk in Eiv says, Kimi Besari Echse Eloka. Which means from my physical, from my body, I will understand spiritual things. And that's a fundamental foundational idea in Kabbalah. Because Kabbalah sees man as the Tselem Elohim. One of the things that that means is that the whole structure of the way that Hashem created all the worlds and the universes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put that into man. That means when you look at a person just walking down the street, some, some person walking his dog in Enden Park. What you should see there in the form of the person, arms, legs, a head, front, back, the person is all of the energies that combined to bring the world into into being, both as a system, as a process, one after the other, and then interactively all the different mitas that combine to bring the world to life. We call the system the ten spheros, the ten different energies. Ten steps in a creative process, which begins with the will of Hashem. We mentioned this many times in Shir, which is called Keser. The thought process is Chachma and Bina, big picture thinking and particular thinking. Then Chesed is, is the right is, is, is the right arm, is kindness, Gvura is the left arm, is severity. Right? We learned about that in the first piece. Tiferis is the torso. It's a blend between them. Netzach is the is the light of endurance, that's the right leg. Hoid, submission. The left leg, you saw it as the bris, and Malchus is, is the mouth. And so you just, you look at a person, that's what it means, B'Tselem Elohim. And that's how the Nevashachayim explains it, that's how Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar explains it, and others. And so what that means essentially is that by really contemplating our physique, our bodies, and the way that our bodies work, and the different elements of each limb, it's not stam that it just happens to be this way, that a hand happens to have 14 prakim, if you count all the different 
you know, uh, joints and the, and the fingers is 14. So it happens to be Gematria Yudalid, which is Yad, right? And, and together that's Koyach, Koyche Ba'utzim Yadi. That's Chavches. It's not Stam. It's because our bodies are this way because the spiritual worlds are this way. And when it becomes, so to speak, you know, encoded through the interface of this thing we call Malchus, which is that, that tool that takes all the spiritual energies and renders them into physical form, so it becomes the body. But the source, and, and it goes for every prat, and the Tikkunizar goes very deeply in everything, in the hair of the head, the hair of the beard, the different parts of the face. So that's, the Valshantar says, Eoiv referred to this when he said, Mi besari, from my flesh, echse eloka. Not that I look toward Hashem using my fleshy eyes, which might mean that on some level, but it means deeper. By contemplating our bodies, we can, we can come to understanding of the higher worlds that are invested in, in our physical form. Ibisari echseloka. Says the Hidagabashem, just like in a physical coupling, in an act of intimacy, husband and wife, nothing is able to be produced from that act. He says there needs to be an element of liveliness. There needs to be an element of wakefulness within that experience in the, in the physical body of the, of the male. The chishuk, and there should be, obviously there has to be an element of, of vibrancy, yearning, simcha, and an element of joy. See, he says, if that's the way that it is between husband and wife in a physical sense, where, where does that come from? What's the, what's the shayrish of that in the spiritual realm? This is what he says, a shocking thing. If we want anything to come from our Vedas Hashem, which is the Indian, like we learned in the first piece, of Ishvi Isha, so to speak, that we want that our quote-unquote relationship with Hashem should be moilid, should bring, so to speak, children, offspring, produce into the world. The same thing, when we're davening, when we're learning, like we learned the contract, the shtaris, kesef, bia. So he says, It has to be metaphorically also with an atmosphere of simcha, with an atmosphere of aliveness, with an atmosphere of intensity. There should be an experience of pleasure. Then we have a shot at all of whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. It should happen. And that it shouldn't just remain, you know, stam like this very societal, dry experience. He says, maybe we'll get Olam Haba for that. You check the boxes, you did the mitzvah. But we want that it should be moilid. Are we learning it that way? Should we learn? Should we not? We're learning the Ruchnias from the Gashmias. And not, should we not be learning the Gashmias from the Ruchnias? There's a way of doing that too, but I, I don't know about for you. I'm sure you're, you're on the Madriga. No, for me, my body is a lot no. closer to me than my Ruchnias. Uh, 100%. So, he, so he's saying this is something that everyone experiences. Memela, me besari, son asa. Something which we can, we can yes. relate to. Yeah. But it's, well, it's, yeah. But it's, well, it's not just that. I understand. Right, right. We should know that that's what's going on in the Ruchni. Right, right. That the mechanism has to be the same. You could also use the terminology of the Gemara that says Malchus the Ara, that the kingdom of heaven, so to speak, the kingdom above, is Ke'in Malchus the I'm sorry, the Malchus the Ara is the earthly kingdom. Is Kain Malchusadurakia. It's a reflection of what goes on above. But this is an important principle, this will end, is that it's not simply, oh, we could use it as a muscle. It's much deeper than that. 
We don't simply mean that there's a way of looking at the world and ki'ilu finding meaning because, oh, this is a muscle for that and this is a muscle for that. It's, it's much more than that. It's that not this is a muscle. The only reason why this is here is because it is the encoded expression of that. Right? So the way, the, it's not a muscle that our bodies work this way and this is how Hashem set it up because we should, we should learn from that. It's that this is the way our physical experience is because this is the way that the Ruchnius, Shoirish, is. And that manifests in the way that we experience life. And so this is an, an amazingly like extreme, you know, a little bit like very intense um, image to be able to understand. Like we come to Davin, we come to learn. How are we expect? How do we expect that this experience should be moilid, meaning should have a real impact on our lives, take us to the next level? If we're not showing up with the same amount of focus, and you'll use your imagination, keep mamish, 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 with all of what's required, so to speak, for that experience, bring that in Tavaris Hashem. Bring that in Tavaris Hashem, not just, not just on a metaphoric level, on a very literal level. You come in with passion, with yearning, with laser focus, with, with desire, an investment of spirit, zivog mamish, an intimacy, and then... And then, Be'ezer Hashem, we're able that, that our Torah and Tefillah should be mailed. Um So let's just review very quickly. The first thing is Kesef Shtarbiya. There are three stages in the relationship. When things go not so good, don't run away. There's a commitment there. And then you come to Gat Lusheni. The second piece we said, we should hover, go slow, enjoy with the spirit of Yishav Hadas, whether it's Bikiyas or Bi'in. Should focus very deeply on what it is that we're doing. And then Hashem opens our eyes. The third one is that a Kodesh Baruch Hu's light, which is the light of Adaos, shines in our life, dafka, when we feel that we're beset by all sorts of confusion and difficulty. And then finally, we show up in Yiddishkeit with all of ourselves. We show up realizing it's not just you know, a checklist of obligations, it's a relationship. It's a mamish relationship, ish, bi'isha, with all that that implies.